Said we got a credit. Said, all right, cool. I thought they were coming earlier today because I seen the water truck. Nah, apparently they ain't coming back until like October or something crazy. September, something, something crazy like that. She said, "That's where that's what she said." Yeah, that's because they want to overstock the water. Check it. Big booties act reckless. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Pennant on my necklace. What you said? Use a sexist bars. <laughs> we back here today. What y'all want to say? It's your boy Press and Fat Donnie. He kind of caught on quick. I fucks with it. <laughs> anyway, these segments are going to be called the Hijinks Podcast. And for all of you assholes who said I spelled it wrong, which was probably no one, I didn't. Wait, they, they told you to spell hijinks wrong? No, I, I, I'm i just talking. Okay, I was about to say H-I-J-I-J-I-N-X, right? Yeah, I spelled high. Oh. On purpose. When are we going to get to that part? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not in this building. Yeah, right. Hey, what the hell? Come here. I smell reefer. Yeah, you sure do. We was yeah. blowing it in your office. Like, it's that gas, too. <laughs> but, uh... Welcome back to another segment of Hijinks on uh, the Potting with Press. Um, we already really did our intro, I guess. Uh, and let's let's see what we want to get into today. I mean, let's let's start with some serious topics. Um, I guess let's start with obviously everything that's going on with the riots and now with the mass amounts of lynchings uh, that is going on. Who the fuck turned the air? Anyway, um, the mass amount of lynchings that's going on and stuff like that. And uh, so I was I was thinking about this throughout this time period with the um, the protests and everything like that. And I seen a lot of communities saying we don't want police here. And uh, I'm curious to know. So how does that work? I, apparently, there was a place that, that did it. Did you hear about how they blocked off all the streets and everything? And they they took over the police station and apparently they're trying to make it like it's this utopia where people are actually going there to visit saying how peaceful it is all this and all that and you know i heard on the radio and they're like yeah well, what happens you know when the food runs out when the water runs out which is true but it's you you can't have a, a place without some type of authority it's it's not going to work it, you know it's as sad as that is to say it's it's people they they genuinely just can't get along to that point i mean it would be fantastic if the world was like that and you could but you can't at some point something's going to go wrong somebody's going to accuse somebody or something like that and then it's, they're going to make a big spectacle out of it well yeah I, I i guess my like the way i'm thinking of it is like so what do i do if now i live in delaware and there's no police officers which is cool mm-hmm Right. I assume there's still EMS and fire and, and, and that's okay. And I mean I, I may be broadening this wider than what they mean because I I believe I think I know what they mean, but let me just broaden it. So what do I do if I'm in my neighborhood, right? And some random person comes there and kills a guy. What's the next step? Like if we are policing our own communities which I don't think is a bad idea. What's the next step? But I guess 
it's more of policing our own communities and not wanting police is just a bland statement in comparison to, I guess, what people probably really mean. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. I assume what they mean is, yes, in the communities, we don't want you patrolling. Right. We don't want you doing things like that. But if you're called upon, yes, we need you. Right. You know what I mean? But we don't want the random patrols patrols down our blocks and stuff like that. Because is it, let's keep it real. Is it really random? No. No. Because, no offense, if you go to a upper class or a, a upper middle class or a high class um, area... You probably will hardly ever see police. It's true. Unless the residents request it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've gone to plenty of areas, even where I live now. And I mean, this could just be coincidence. I don't live in a ritzy area by any means, but just the simple fact of where I live is directly across from a police station. What? What's Ken? See? Should have shut the door. He's going to come here running his mouth. Messing up the whole cast. I ain't got time for that. Anyway, but yeah, I don't. I've I've never seen any. You know, I've rode past neighborhoods and stuff through neighborhoods. I know people live in those neighborhoods, and I've never seen Shh. that type of um. You know the patrols or anything. I used to live in a neighborhood, and it was like it wasn't that bad, but they would have it was a speed trap set up right outside the development as soon as you come in, and they yeah. would sit there, but they would come in and out of their development randomly all the time to the point where. They knew who everybody was, you know, I got, I, I guess, profiled before, you know, I went to go pick my buddy up from the train station and they, they I no, this is no lie. This is a true story. These, there were cops jumping out of the bushes on some SWAT shit and I'm looking around and I'm like, yo, I'm like, who, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm, it's, it was crazy. It was almost like something you would see in a movie. Yeah. But they come up to me, they flash the light in the car. You know, I had friends in the back, you know, and this is, this is how well they knew who we were. They looked in the, my friend was in the back. She shined a light in his face. He said, oh, I know you, you're Carla's boy. So you knew his mom too? Like you, mm-hmm. they knew everybody in there. You know what I mean? We right. didn't do nothing wrong. All we did was what, I went to go pick my buddy up from the train station. He was coming from New York. Picked him up from the train station. They jumped out all crap. I mean, nothing happened to us. You know, we were let go and all that. But my thing was that we never even really found out why they did that, why they were there, why they were, I guess, following or profiling us. But Definitely profiling. It, yeah, it, it was crazy. And I mean, I've, it, there was other instances from the cops in the neighborhood that still did the same thing. I told you the story about Littlehead. You know, he followed mm-hmm. me halfway through the damn town. I was just going to get some Chinese food. You know. Yeah, but it's like, when do those... I mean, I know I didn't get to my earlier point, but either way, when do things like that stop? Like, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but there's a video surfacing right right about now, honestly. It probably came out maybe a couple of days ago of this little boy in his yard, bouncing a basketball. He sees a cop coming down his street. He grabs the basketball and he stands behind what I can assume is his parents' car. Mm-hmm. And he stands behind it enough to where he's hidden. Let's the cop go past and then goes back to playing basketball. Wow. And the big point that everybody's saying is that no one, no kid should have to live like this. I or, agree. Or even, I don't know if you've seen the other video of the young black girl. I think she was on a walk with her parents. And this cop, something ha- I think the cop drove past and the girl puts her hands up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, this broke literally broke the cop's heart. Right. This was a lady cop. She stopped her car. She's literally in tears crying. And she's explaining to the girl and the girl's crying too. And she's like, you don't have to fear us. Right. You know what I mean? But it's the fact of 
you are the good, but you do have to fear the bad. You mm-hmm. know, we're we're not at a position to where we don't have to do those things. Right. We're still in a position where we very much so need to do those things because as as sad as it is to say, a good cop is the minority right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I agree. Whereas the bad cops get the light, get the shine, mm-hmm. get the attention. And the good ones, which I do believe is the majority, is treated like the minority. Let me say it like that. Right. But even with video servicing like that. So back to the original point. Um, what is the correct way to go about this? Because I have my ideas of what, they, what they're what they talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have my ideas of what I think would work. And I agree with them. Communities should not be policed. I 100% agree. Now, one thing that, a quick side note that people didn't agree with, and I don't agree with the way they said it, but I understand their standpoint, is that they were bothered by that police scanner coming out, I believe it was from Chicago, where they're talking about the gang members shooting at each other and the police saying, well, we're not going to do anything. And to me, it's just, it's one of those situations of, well, okay, am I willing to risk my life mm-hmm. as a solo cop right. to put myself in what I know is uncharted territory? To try to stop something that I probably can't stop. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know. War is actually putting you in harm's way. Right. Okay, that's maybe that's what I say. Putting me in harm's way for something that these two people or these two groups of people are shooting at each other. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to focus their attention on me. So, now I'm a dead cop. I don't agree with the way they said it. Let them... You know, right. don't do anything. That isn't stuff you should be saying on your radar. Um, and if that's your product. Oh, popular guy. No, this number's been calling me all day. Mr. Bill on purpose. Maybe you maybe you want some money. No, I missed a bill <laughs> on purpose. But um so either way, I can I can understand that viewpoint mm-hmm. though. I, I can't personally. Some people will say, no, that's not right. You're supposed to be helping the communities. That to me is the job of the precinct. I would never yes. expect lone officers to try to stop something that it's gonna take an army to do, realistically. Yeah. When you're talking about gang territories, they have most generally they have no respect for anyone but their own, especially the police. Right. They're but think not about, if they, if two gang two rival gangs are going at it. Yeah. Okay, they're going back and forth. Now I get what they're saying. Let them because they don't want it. But if you're a lone cop going in there, it's not going to be how they're like how they're going at each other. Mm-hmm. They're both in an unspoken bond, going to both turn on you. So you have two gangs at you. They'll go back to their rivalry after you're dealt with. Exactly. So you have double trouble if you try to go in there. You know what I mean? So it's. That that right there is that's a no win situation, you know, and I mean, I don't think that you should just go in like and I agree that's a precinct thing. Like I understand this, but it's like when it comes to gangs and territories, to me, you have to come up with a strategy to take out this take out, not take out, but to break up the territory yeah, it, in small it, pieces. It's not first. something you can't just that, go and that it, foot you know? soldiers can really take care of. Right, honestly, right. It's, it is something that will most likely be a long process, mm-hmm. a very detailed process. It's something that actually involves not just the police, but even the surrounding community. Yeah, and things like the community that. too. They, they um, need to get involved. That too. is probably the bigger impact than anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But what people are saying, like I said, talking about the whole idea of 
policing their own communities. I do agree. I mean, I think neighborhoods that have neighborhood watches that actually do the neighborhood watch are a great thing. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something small, reporting something suspicious or anything like that, or just letting it known that there is a presence out here that is paying attention. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, the bottom line is, is it possible to get rid of police? I don't think so. I don't either. Um, I don't because you still have to remember that there are just bad people out there that just want to do bodily harm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a race thing. It can be black on black, white on white, Spanish on Spanish, Asian on Asian. It doesn't matter. But policing the communities, I do agree that these cops should be policing maybe main streets and stuff like that. And, you know, traffic tickets, traffic violations, right. whatever. I'm not opposed to those. You know, people shouldn't be able to go 100 miles per hour through a city. Yep. You know, but only going to those places if they're called. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's when the stereotyping happened. That's when the when the profiling happens, which for probably most black people, they can they can say at least once in their life they were profiled. I definitely was. Yeah, I, I knew exactly was. who the cop was looking for because I knew I did look like him. Not strongly, but Anthony I knew... Anderson? Huh? Anthony no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Tell him, give me some money. Yeah, right. But, um... I did know who the cop was looking for and things like that. And I have been searched unnecessarily, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. But just saying, oh, we don't want police, I don't think is enough. I think that the community, the Black Lives Matter community, the communities, period, everyone needs to come up with a logical plan to actually make that to where it can happen. Because us just saying something is like Bernie Sanders saying, I'm going to get rid of all the college debt, but never telling us how he was going to do it. Right. It's it, it's like an open ended question in a sense, yeah. you know, where you you can't you're not giving me an answer. You know what I mean? So I don't. I, I but I mean the whole concept of getting rid of police, which we've been accustomed to, with police being around for how long now? You mm-hmm. know, and to to well, if basically you, since the end of slavery. Yeah, but I mean if you if you try to take them out of the equation of a community, that's not going to work because, like you said, they're they're just are bad people. It's mm-hmm. you know and it. I remember at my the police would be great if they actually did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I remember like you know your LS and phase where you would steal stuff like that. A lot of times it was either you didn't have the money for it, you know what I mean? It for was me, the, it was, it was just the, the, rush. the rush. Yeah, yeah, the rush. You know, stuff like that. But that's when you're when you're younger. When you're grown up, some of them people don't grow out of that. Because I got to the point where. It's like, I don't steal anymore because I'm grown. I have a job. I'll pay for whatever I want. That was my mentality. Like, that's the reason why I'm working. The money that I get, I buy what I want. Right. But it's some people don't do that, you know, and it's they're, they're still, well, yo, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go steal this. Yo, let's go rob this. And it's, you know, without police, then that would be a huge problem because those people are still going to be around. If, you, if those people didn't exist, then, yeah, that would be something different. But there are always going to be people like that. Yeah, but I think those people are people that just seem not to be able to phase themselves out of that. That because do I think most people go through a stealing phase? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually when you're a teenager, like you said, the rush, the adrenaline rush you get. But some people it becomes a high. Yep. And it becomes an addiction, stealing for no apparent reason or just just can't, like I said, can't get out of it. I don't know a better way to word it, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's almost like you're addicted to it. Well, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. I guess that's what I mean by it becomes a high is that yeah. it's, it, it's it's now an addiction. 
and you may not even be stealing for stuff you actually need yeah. or even want. You just steal to say you stole. Yeah, yeah. Just to just to get your your fix in a sense or uh, whatever the case may be. But um, he said I just went and stole Jimmy's grandma all her buffalo nickels. Yeah, like for what, bro? <laughs> like what do you what do you do with nickels anyway? Do they even exist? Like <laughs> yeah, well, people that steal from their family. I'm just like Jesus, dude. Yeah, uh, my gosh. But um, either way, yeah, I I don't know. I like the idea, but we need to come to a better conclusion on how to actually make it work. Right. You know what I mean? So, on to something a little more, I ain't going to say interesting, but a, a good question. We won't spend too much time on this, but um, why why do you think stereotypes are so offensive? You waiting for their response? No, you. Yo, me? Um, Truthfully, I think stereotypes, they're... they're I think because a lot of them are true, or parts of them are true, but, and people don't want to fess up to that being true. <laughs> but don't all stereotypes come from the truth? Yes, I believe so. I believe everything people say about maybe, stereotypes. Maybe not say all. Let me not say well, all, because I don't know every single right. stereotype. So let me not say all. For most, I, I give it a good percentage of them that they, they came from some truth where, you know, Somebody had said something. They said, of course, they seen it actually happen. Said something about it, and then that's not what happens. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there's stereotypes out there that you know you could. It, it might seem racist, but hit right on the money. You know, they say that blacks love fried chicken and watermelon. I can't speak for all blacks, but I do. You know, great yeah, soda. See, I it's guess delicious. The, the only reason that <laughs> one is is kind of annoying is because it's just like who doesn't like chicken every yeah, yeah, race yeah. eats chicken whether it's chicken parm fried chicken well, i guess we just eat more fried is what it is chicken parm is fried yeah <laughs> you can make baked chicken days fried I but either way i guess it's i guess realistically it's a it's it's offensive because it's an assumption yeah you're assuming something about a person based off of their race so I can see why it's offensive. Like, I mean, I don't get offended because I'm just like, if that's what you want to think, go for it. You know, live your life the way you want to live it. But I think it's 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 definitely off- offensive because it's just an assumption. You know what I mean? It's almost like, well, which is a stereotype, but it's like basically all black people can play basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or 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 something like that. It's like no, all, all Asians are bad drivers, right? Or all Asians are extremely smart. And you know what I mean? I've never even been in a car with an Asian before, so I don't even know. You know, like neither <laughs> have I. You know, and don't go wrong. Have I seen some Asian cultured people that were bad drivers? Oh, he lied. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I've seen black people that were bad drivers and mm-hmm. white people that were bad drivers, and you know, any it doesn't. It, My brother race, can't drive for shit. Like yeah, <laughs> the, the race literally doesn't have anything to do with it. It's, nah, it's more of a any any body kind of thing. But uh, anyway, with everything going on in the in the world and the second civil war that America is going through, whether you want to claim it as that or not, that's what it is. Yeah, um, much shit is going on. I mean, you got still got the virus, you got the, the racism, and it, it, people need to take a step back and look. It's a lot of shit going on in the world, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you still got it. Not only do you, do you see and hear, you still have to go through your same everyday life. You still got to get up and go to work in the morning. You got to tend to your kids, all that. So you're dealing with all that shit together all at the same time. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I guess the best thing to say to you guys is is stay safe. Mm-hmm. 
try not to be sensitive. Because to me, right now is not the time to let your emotions take control of you. It's the time for us to be brave and for us to come together as one, all races, for a, a greater cause. You know, um, changing the justice system, changing the government. Let's just be honest here. Uh, we need a whole new government. Yeah. Look how long we've had this government. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work for the 21st century. No. It doesn't work for 2020. It's not going to work. Changing the government, changing the voting system, changing the judicial system. Sorry, ju- judicial system. There you go. Yeah, it's that was a tongue twister. Hey, man, Blah, it blah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, changing those things, it's very important, and we got to keep our. See, I don't even. I was about to say something that that's a sensitive thing, and I'm not even going to say it. We got to keep our. <laughs> I don't know what else. Well, well, listen, I was going to say, like, we got to keep our our foot on their necks, but it's like, uh, oh, yeah, that's. Damn, brother. I know. It's not going hard code. I didn't. I I don't know if I can keep being on these cats with you, brother. uh, (laughs) Better get us put out of business. (laughs) We ain't in no business. It's like three people that listen to us, and we're two of them. (laughs) But uh, we just, we got to, we got to keep, keep, keep on them. Keep our fingers on our pulse. You yeah. know what I mean? Not let up, not forget. I'm I'm happy to see that people are still protesting. Yes, it's it's lessening, but people are still protesting worldwide. It, it's time for a world change. It's not only our country, you know. Yeah. China's been fighting a war, a civil war for like 15 plus years. Like they've been sick of it over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They protest almost every single day. Tear gas being thrown at them. They don't care. But see, it's it's different over there because they they live in a in a um what is it? A dictatorship. Yeah. It's not a democracy. But realistically, let's be honest. Do we live in a democracy? No. no. It, it's the image of a democracy because they tell you you can vote. They tell you you can be whatever you want to be. But is that really the truth? You know, I tell people all the time there was uh, just on a quick note. I'm sure you guys heard about the little girl. I don't know if you heard about it. Little girl basically talking to her dad about how her parents are, how they're racist. Her her mom and dad are racist. Nah. And he's talking about like, well, I've been in the black communities and all they want to do is mooch off the system and stuff like that. Right. So she's like, no, this is she's like they're oppressed and they're doing as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, they don't want to get better and stuff like that. And then she's like, well, that's not even what I'm what I'm saying. And then he's like, you know, there's plenty of black people that get good jobs and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, but it's a lot harder for them to get there than it is for you. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, but when they get there, there's, you know, they're good. There's not a problem anymore. She's like, no, like, that's not true. So no. honestly, I wish I was there to talk to this guy or even add my input because there was, and I don't know if a lot of people heard about this, but there was either an article or something that came out about this extremely smart young black gentleman. He finished high school early, uh, like honor roll student easily, uh, I think, I don't know if it's valedictorian for school. Valedictorian, I believe he was. I believe, yeah, that's cool. High school. College, he went to college early and was able to finish early. Dean's list, all of that stuff. Got a degree in engineering. He moved, I believe this was in Baltimore. I could be wrong. I believe this was in Maryland, but I'm not 100% sure because this, this article was a little, is, is a little bit old. Um, he moved there. He was about 24 years old, got a job, moved to the city that he got a job in. And his neighbor was harassing him. So he he tried to file a restraining order against his neighbor three times. Okay. And his neighbor killed him. Oh, wow. 
a young 24-year-old black young man with a very promising future. And if you don't know anything about engineering, engineers easily get paid in the six figures. Mm-hmm. Easily. You're an engineer. You're literally a problem solver. Yeah. You know, he was an engineer for an electrical company. So that's, you know, you get in Buku. Right. Or you should be expecting Buku. You know what I mean? But that literally just disproves his point right there. It doesn't matter how high on the ladder you get. There still is always going to be someone to hate that you're there. Yeah, just the simple fact that this neighbor had a, that this guy, this black young man moved next to him, angered his neighbor that much. Yes, his neighbor was white, if I didn't clarify that, or if you didn't get that. Angered him that much that he killed him. And, but the thing is, for what? You know what I'm saying? Just because he lives next door to you? Right, or, or like, I, but that's what it was. He he didn't want wow. he didn't want a black neighbor, right? And it pissed him off that much, you know. But anyway, to bring this slower podcast, wasn't much jokes going on here, but this is stuff that needs to be touched on. To bring this kind of to a head, just stay safe out there, you know. Everybody, watch yourself. If you are a minority, definitely watch yourself. They're lynching people out here. The shit is getting crazy, and it's not in a specific place. It's like it's getting ridiculous. They're claiming that they're suicides. Who's hanging themselves from a tree as a suicide? Yeah. Like, let's be realistic. But how could you even do that by yourself? Like, what, I, I hey, just, can you help me with this real quick? Like, exactly. So you know, just stay safe. Let's let's keep our hand on the pulse. Let's make sure we can we can get this change and. You know, that's that's all we can do for now. So, it's your boy Press. It's Fat Donnie. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one.